Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. This is a CBC podcast. Got breaking news. Uh, breaking news, folks. Lauren is leaving Sick Boy. <laughs> I said that with a with a celebratory uh, vocal quality, but really, we are very sad, but also excited to announce that Lauren is moving on to greater pastures. Um, and by greater pastures, I mean we're taking her out behind the barn and putting her down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and what people probably don't know is that Lauren's always been in in another pasture, and that pasture is, has 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 it has a lot of responsibility. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Lauren's like, I, wait, are we, we're stretching this metaphor, but it works. It works. Why don't you uh, let the let the people know um, what's what's going on in your life and uh, why we very sadly have to say goodbye to our. Our producer and co-host and best friend. Uh, over this the last, is really sad. Over the last little bit. <laughs> I know. I'm just gonna start this episode off crying. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. Like I've always so sick boy's been like the best side hustle probably ever in the existence of the world. Um, but uh, I I have like been employed full time on top of you know co-producing the podcast this whole time, and uh, I got a new full time job that. Uh, is really rewarding and I'm really excited about it and I really mm-hmm. love it, but it's also very demanding and a big responsibility and like, yeah, I just wouldn't be able to do the job justice. And so I, yeah, I feel like yeah. it, it was a really very difficult decision, um, like getting emotional about it, but, um, yeah, it was just the best, best call for me, yeah. for you yeah. guys, for me to well, step back. If you are getting emotional now, uh, just wait until you see this little oh, no. video that we put together uh, of all the memories that we had with you since you joined the team. Um, oh, a, little, no. a little montage we have of all the photos we have so we many photos. together. So many photos uh, together. Here, here we go. Sick. So glad that you brought your cat to our photo shoot. That was very nice there. They brought your mom Uh, to the photo shoot as well. That was very nice. That was weird, but that was cool. (laughs) Yeah, very nice. (laughs) I remember that thumbnail. I don't know if we have the rights to this song. Uh, I feel like we're probably going to get in trouble. (laughs) That that picture is so weird. (laughs) Aw, Eddie! (laughs) Uh, Always fourth wheeling. Yeah, <laughs> that's when you saved us from the uh, yeah uh, yeah from the evil Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, yeah, oh, so uh, was that the original song or was that a remix of the <laughs> was, graduation? It was a remix that we're allowed, definitely allowed to use. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah. it. Yeah, let's not question it. Uh, but Lauren, we are, we, I mean, we, you know, we've gone through this. We, we knew that, that you've been, you've been, um, prepping to go and, uh, but you know, uh, it, it wouldn't count unless everybody else heard it. Uh, we oh. are so grateful for everything that you've done for the show. Yeah. You've been such an integral part of the show and, um, and yeah, I just hope that our female listenership doesn't drop off now that we don't have the, uh, <laughs> female, the reasonable female on the show to keep us fucking in check. If our female yeah. listener drops off, <laughs> listenership drops off, then we won't. Then we don't have, have a podcast. an audience. Don't have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because if anybody doesn't know, that's our audience. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but let's move right along. Let's get into some uh, some solid feel good Friday content. I, I feel like we we're a little bit low, a little bit blue, knowing that low is leaving. So we want to keep, we want to bring this motherfucker up and get this, uh, get this positivity going. Um, and we'll start by taking a very close look at this photo right here. Brian, what the <laughs> fuck happened to your fucking foot, dude? Oh man. So, uh, small, dude. so I was playing soccer on Sunday night and, uh, um, I think it was around the start of the second half of the game. Uh, it was funny because we were actually, our team was down a lot of guys and I, we had zero substitutes. And uh, we were playing a team that was captained by a guy who used to play on our team. And uh, I contested the ball with him. He stepped on my foot. And stepped immediately I was like, or like, Or ouch. fucking like full on stomped on your foot. Look at this one. Like yeah, this but, photo here is yeah. way yeah. worse. When you're, when you're oh, running, when yeah. you're running, every step is a stomp, oh, you know? God, you can kind of yeah. see there, like it's hard to tell in this photo, but there's, there's like sort of two spots where the spikes from his his cleat like dug into my foot. Oh, I can yeah. see. Um, but it was uh, honestly it it happened. I probably played for about thirty more minutes after that, and it like immediately like when it first happened, I was like, ah, fuck! It was a sharp pain. But How many times the, did you roll on the ground? Uh, well, like fifteen or sixteen. But that was just to sell the injury to the ref. It was actually yeah. I was fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, but actually, I played the rest of the game and and didn't notice it until I took my. Did you spray anything on it? No, my my uh, our our whole uh, sports team with the assistants, they all came onto the field and sprayed me down. It was Ma- fun. Magic spray. Yep. Yeah, but uh, but <laughs> when I took my cleat off at the end of the game, the the moment I took it off, I felt like I felt like it had was trying to swell up inside the boot, and when I took it off, it just immediately like sort of like like erupted it like my skin sort of like erupted out of the boot and was like <laughs> and like spilled yeah. over the edges yeah, it's it was funny. like uh, for, so swollen for leah's birthday last year i bought an ice cream cake and uh, it didn't fit in the in the freezer so i put it in the fridge <laughs> and the next day i pulled the cake out and the cake looked perfect <laughs> and then when i took the lid off it was a it was a dairy queen cake when i took the lid off it literally just went collapsed. <laughs> it just collapsed. <laughs> it sounds like that. That's kind of that's pretty much exactly yeah. what happened. And Dude, uh, wait, whose snort was that? That was fucking <laughs> epic. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> but but I thought it was I thought it was mostly fine. Like I thought it was just gonna bruise and swell. Um, but that was two days ago now. Yeah. And two days. Yeah. And yeah, it's looking bad. I was gonna go for a run today actually with a friend of mine. And <laughs> yeah, good I, idea. I woke up this morning and when I got up oh, and fuck. stepped off the edge of the bed. I could feel like the blood that's like pooled in my foot sort of like jiggle and shake. And now oh, I can feel it. God damn it I dude. can feel it sort of jiggling with each step that I take. You're yeah. disgusting. Um, but nasty. like I was, I, I thought about going to the hospital, but. Well, today we recorded an episode know, yeah. with uh, Sean, a friend of ours <laughs> who uh, suffers from PTSD. He was a first responder for years. And Sean walked in 
And as soon as he saw your foot, he just went, your foot is fucked. Yeah, That's he all did, he yeah, said. He so uh, he did, and he did yeah. say, you got to get that looked at. Now, we did post this to, uh, to our Instagram, and of course, <clears throat> that shit blew up. And uh, we had a number of people chime in on what you should do. Yeah. And uh, uh, the, here's an image of all the, all the bones in your foot that are probably smashed to shit. Um, but uh, <laughs> this photo came from a website that describes the Ottawa ankle and foot rules to image or not to image. So, uh, Bri, what is the Ottawa ankle and foot rule? Yeah, shout out to Tyler because he was the first one who sent us this. But um, it's basically a it's a way to determine for healthcare practitioners uh, whether or not a foot needs to be x-rayed, a foot mm-hmm. or ankle. So there's basically three criteria for the ankle and three for the foot. Um, and I, I don't know exactly. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know exactly what they are. But Basically, it's tenderness. You have bone tenderness at yeah. A, and A is the posterior edge or tip of lateral malleolus. You have bone tenderness at B, which is another fucking location. I'm not going to read it. This is in the ankle. Inability yeah. to bear weight both immediately and in the emergency department. Yeah, so they ask you to take four steps, and if you can't take those four steps, then you should get x-rayed. So if, if one okay. of those three things are occurring in your ankle... Or it's sort of the same for the foot. There's two specific spots. One is like the fifth metatarsal. And then the other spot is somewhere near the opposite side of the foot. So it's somewhere in like the, the center area of the foot. Right. Uh, and I don't then, think I could be more bored. If you have four, um, if you take four steps, then you basically have to go get an x-ray. Well, so, I mean like any evaluation that's named after Ottawa. I, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I know. Like yeah. this is just, it really is just making me. Yeah. But anyway, the, the, the crazier snore. thing though is is that like I think it highlights a problem with and and maybe tell me if this is just me or not but like I thought oh it would be convenient to get this x-rayed and possibly necessary for me to get this x-rayed to see because like again like if your foot is broken and you're walking around on it bearing weight and you and you don't get it x-rayed there's a risk that it will heal improperly causing you long-term problems or complications mm-hmm. um which is which like is probably in the smaller, like less likely that, that that's going to happen, but a possibility. Um, did you not hear me say about two minutes ago that this is boring as fuck? Yeah, but this, but the, but this is a. But a here's boring, the crazy part. The, no, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> this is. I think this it's is an coming. important. I think this is an important thing to to an important question to ask, which is I have been questioning whether or not I should go to the hospital, yeah. and so we have free healthcare, but the wait is so fucking long. That I would rather risk long-term damage to my body what would than make go this, and wait. What would make this much more exciting is <laughs> if you got drop foot. And now I'm just hoping that you get drop foot for the I show. don't even know what drop foot is. Drop foot is... Um, your foot stops working. It's boring as fuck, but it's basically where your foot... Yeah, <laughs> it's, fucking, it. it's fucking boring. It's fucking you know, boring. Okay, yeah. so Bri, I mean... I guess time will tell. We're going to cover this next week, folks. We got something to cut touch and, on next week. And, and you know what? If, you, if you're waiting don't around... Don't worry. If you're waiting around for the hospital system in Canada to change so that you don't have to wait <laughs> so long, then you're going to be fucking dead by the time <laughs> yeah, that happens. Yeah. But doesn't that hi- highlight a, a problem? It doesn't really public highlight a problem, dude. It's been... I mean, it's a problem. <laughs> you it's know a what? known problem. It's the uh, problem that everybody in Canada has yeah, been talking about whatever. for fucking 50 years. Yeah, you know what, Hospital Brian? waits are long. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to book a guest for next week's uh, routine checkup, and we can cover this topic specifically 
foot issues and the Canadian healthcare system. I just want to say this is very important to me because I've suddenly felt compelled and motivated to be an advocate for better healthcare in our country Mm -hmm. because of my experience with my my potentially broken foot. Well, let me talk about myself for a minute here. Um, uh, Shifting things right along. Uh, So this is this is an article that popped up in front of my face earlier today, and I could not have been tickled more pink. I, uh, some of you may or may not know, but I love nicotine. I love nicotine. Oddly enough, we just released an episode on Wednesday all about vaping and cigarettes and, uh, and nicotine among, among youth in Canada. You know why you love it? Because it's one of the best drugs. Because it's addicting. Yeah. Because you're addicted well, to it. Well, well, duh. <laughs> yeah, of course. Now, Super what addicted. comes first, the chicken or the egg? Are you addicted because you love it, or are you lo- do you love it because you're addicted? You love it because you're addicted. <clears throat> Who are you to say? Yeah, <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me about. Don't tell me how to relate to my addictions. Um, I love nicotine. I think it's a wonderful uh, drug, but I I don't think smoking is wonderful. I think there's other ways that you can get your nicotine uh, that are less harmful than taking carcinogenic smoke and putting it into your lungs. Um, there's nicotine. Now you're not supposed to. These are meant to be. Qu- these are meant to be used to quit smoking, but there's nicotine sprays, which are great. Um, that, that's, that shit's great. I've never tried the gum, but I, I, I don't really, I don't really have um, uh, interest in trying that. Uh, snuff, I really love. Snuff is um, is uh, really old timey, but basically it's it's powdered nicotine that you snort up your nose. Really nice. I never really got it. Honestly. Really love snuff, but my but I found my perfect. And my most favorite way of uh, taking in my nicotine, which I'm sure has its drawbacks. I'm sure it's not good for my gums, but this is uh, this is what's called snooze. <laughs> so I have I have uh, a tin of this on me at all times, and um, it snooze. Listen, listen to how he describes it. Snooze for me <laughs> all is at all times is is relatively it's a relatively new um, addiction. Never without it. Um, I am never without it. Are you going to keep talking about this? Because I'm bored now. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> talking about this and and i promise you you won't be be bored in a second um snooze is you can't you can buy snooze sort of in canada but not really so you what what this is is it's portioned nicotine pouches that you stick in your upper lip and you can get a version of that in canada in the u.s but it's really nasty snooze from uh from the um from sweden is where i get my snooze it's pasteurized nicotine. It's very specific. Um, it's often dry. You can put it up there. You don't have to worry about spitting all the time. It's not like that nasty, like dip chew shit. Mm. It's a great way to get nicotine into your system. Tastes really good. Feels really good. Lots of fun. Okay. Are you ad now just with the asterisk? Are you asking? Are you putting this out there as a take it up or are you no. as a switching? <laughs> no, I am a switching method. Uh, no, neither. I am neither. putting this out there as context as to what this article is about. Okay. You're like the Billy Mays of like <laughs> yeah, nicotine yeah. right now. I just I had to quickly look on WebMD to see like uh it, like I've already looked it up. I've you. already looked it yeah, up. Okay. And, and, and I'm, Jeremy I'm, will tell you I'm, just like Billy Mays will it's you know it's it's 29.99 and you just pay you just pay $50 <laughs> shipping and handling. <laughs> I mean uh, three installments. You three, really kind of nailed it. Three installments <laughs> that, is, that is the price. Uh, Plus shipping and handling. Pancreatic wait, cancer rates are there's higher. There's more. <laughs> but wait. And we, well, yeah, it comes with higher rates of pancreatic cancer and Look, a greater chance of heart failure. But that's not, pretty much it. I'm not sitting here <laughs> saying it's good for me. I'm saying it's nicotine. It feels good. And I love it. 
Now, I'm explaining what snus is because young Scandinavians are sticking nicotine pouches, snus, up their asses. Oh, no. <laughs> one user, uh, so this is from Motherboard, one user Motherboard spoke to described tucking a nicotine patch, snus, inside the foreskin of his penis. Wow. wow. Why would you do that? Dude, yep. it's kind of, it's got a, it's not a, it's like a, it's well, it like depends a, on the flavor, but there's a menthol-y kind of like freshness, but to, even, especially this one. Even, even if it's oh. not mint though, it has it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> even if it's, even if it's not mint though, it's, um, it does have a cooling it's, it's got sensation. Like a, it's got like but, a, uh, yeah. But the fact, can you just read that line again about the guy putting it under his foreskin? Well, here, let me get through the whole article. Because here. I just want to say, because the reason that you would ever know that somebody did that is because it went wrong. Like, there's nobody who's going out there volunteering, like, oh, yeah, hey, by the way, I know you're well, writing this article. And by the way, I put one under my foreskin. Is it going to dissolve? No, it no. doesn't dissolve. So well, then the, what? The pouch stays in there. It, it basically, it gets into your, it gets into your bloodstream via your... Uh, like your mucous membranes, I guess. Yeah. Is there like I'm an, not a scientist? Is there like an access though through like the skin under your foreskin? Yeah. Like the directly? yeah, that there would oh. be. Yeah. I think yeah. there's um yeah like like things that have um oh, it has to do with um like uh if you fuck, didn't have foreskin it wouldn't work that way. The more like oh. mucusy the more like mucusy a place is the like the the stronger the quicker delivery system which is why there was like. A thing um, a while back, like a story that came to us via our friend Mark, who is who is a, a teacher, who came to us and uh, and told yes. us one time that there was uh, an incident at his high school where a young girl she got um, alcohol poisoning. Lauren probably did this because she put mm-hmm. she soaked alcohol she soaked vo- uh, a tampon in vodka and put it up. She put it up her. Fucking you've vagina. you've done this, didn't you? I, I don't even fucking lie to me. Yeah, that's what I do on Friday nights. Yeah. But. Or I, butt I guarantee chugging, you, know? you, yeah. Everyone, I mean, everyone here has had a good butt chug. Yeah, know? yeah. I know how to have a good time, right? but I guarantee you, a girl or a person um, with with a vagina has like put the snooze up there too. And so maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. Even yeah. if it hasn't, even if it doesn't say it in the article, yeah, for you sure. need a better delivery yeah. mechanism though, because if you put one of those little pouches in there, it's it's uh, liable to get lost. So young Danes are sticking nicotine pouches so. up their asses and inside their <laughs> foreskins in a trend that has left health experts concerned and baffled. According to Danish national broadcaster DR, health experts from across Denmark, including the country's National Health Institute, confirmed the trend to DR. Independently, Motherboard found multiple threads on Scandinavian forums where users discussed placing nicotine pouches on or up in intimate body parts. Nicotine pouches are popular in Scandinavia, especially among young people. Snus, what I was talking about earlier, a wet tobacco pouch that originates from Sweden has particularly long tradition in the subregion, despite it being illegal in every European Union country save Sweden itself. Wow. In Denmark, the word snus is oftentimes used as a catch-all term for any tobacco or nicotine pouch placed underneath the upper lip. Users report a mild burning sensation in the gum during use. In July, a Danish law came into effect that banned the use of snus and other nicotine pouches during school hours after reports of students sticking the packets around classrooms. One teenager who DR spoke to recounted how he and a group of friends had stuck nicotine bags up the foreskin of their genitals while drunk at a party. Whoa. Oh, that makes way more <laughs> Fun sense. Time. That Fun makes time. way more sense. <laughs> Me, yeah, I guess so. like, oh, yeah. oh, at a party. Oh, Dude. that's where I've stuck all Dude, the things up my 16 foreskin. 16 year old me, somebody comes to me and snooze is a, is a, is like a, a, a common thing. And you go, Dude, stick it up your pee I hole. Fucking dare you. Dude, any, if you came up to me, 16 year old me and said, 
I dare you, and then said you say anything you, after you, you wouldn't <laughs> those words. I bet you wouldn't do it. Yeah, if yeah, that right. like you could do, you could tell, you could say that in that context to me about anything, and I'd be like, <laughs> "Well, let they, me tell you, so I'll show you." I did a lot. The kid was quoted. <laughs> the, the kid was quoted saying, "They got drunk and one forgot to take the nic- nicotine pouch out again." Oh, fuck. No, she told Dr. The next morning, he woke up and his penis was very red, oh. very swollen, and hurting. It was the first and last time he tried it. I bet. She also <laughs> pointed out that nicotine pouches can cause gum damage and could potentially cause similar damage to other body parts. Um, sorry, this wasn't the student. This is the, 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 the person speaking to DR. Um, Denmark is not the only Scandinavian country where teenagers seem to be putting nicotine pouches in odd places. A student in Norway who asked to remain anonymous told Motherboard about how he experimented with placing snus inside his foreskin. I was bored and about to take a snooze and masturbate. Very fun. Great thing to do on a Sunday afternoon. I got to say, I got oh, thoughts. Yeah. I'm just, I'll save them for after this, but um, I got thoughts. And my curiosity got the better of me, he said. So I tucked it in. I was, it was a low strength, all white dry portion, which is this year. This is a, this is a ultra strength, um, um, all white dry portion. Um, and I didn't feel too much of an effect. Maybe it would have been different with a stronger, moist one. So, um, I mean, you could take this, you I bet you wouldn't do it. What's an fucking? Don't tell me. Don't tell me what I won't fucking. What's do. an all white dry portion? Uh, so all white and dry is a type of. So you can you can see here all white is. Uh, it's the PPC vote. It's. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, really all white and dry <laughs> is a type of snooze that doesn't have a lot of drip. So it's not it's not wet. You can get wet. I have wet ones over there. Um. Uh, anyway, whatever. Hey, you know. Okay, I got a thought here. Um, yeah. So I am not, and, and so maybe the perspective is different from people who experience, I mean, like I experience, people experience substances on varying degrees, right? So like, yeah. you know, you, you've got, you, I feel like I'm kind of right down the middle. I experience everything sort of like in a, in a sort of like textbook kind of way, like the way that it's described to be. Some people are just, you know, they go off the fucking deep end whenever they yeah. try anything. And then you've got the Kylas of the world who's like, I smoked weed and I don't even know what it feels like. <laughs> and, um, and, you know, she's like, oh, and I've never been high. And, um, and, and so from my perspective in this like middle of the middle of the road perspective, I go, yo, nicotine, like nicotine is nice. I, mm. I, I, un- I get it. I, I, I feel it. I find that it makes me a little bit more concentrated. It makes me a little bit more focused. It makes me more calm. Yeah. I, I feel I, I don't necessarily, I, I, I really I feel the focus like really, like really, um, the most. Yeah. And, um, and, but like, it's not like I'm, it's not like I'm smoking weed. Like it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not like a, it's not like a line has been crossed and now I feel markedly different. Mm -hmm. It's like a, it's like a, it's a, it's kind of under the surface. It's, it's, it's subdued. Mm -hmm. So the idea of like, Oh, I got to get this in a different way. I got to get this in like a more intense way. Like that doesn't mean anything to me or like the idea of putting in a snooze and jerking it. Like, yeah, but also, but for you, you also don't do it like thinking, regular, reg, regularly. I hate that word. Um, and so when you do it regu- regularly, snooze <laughs> or jerking you, off? Regular, uh, regular, regular. Oh, both nic- at the same time. Nicotine and yeah, jerking off. But um, but when you do it regularly, <laughs> you, the the effects get less and less and less. So that's why you, that's oftentimes why you need suppose, like a yeah. more intense version of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like when I was smoking Doha, there's different versions of that. There's like mild, medium, hot. This uh, Middle Eastern tobacco, 
and it it goes up in intensity basically the hotter it gets they call um, it hot that's interesting yeah, yeah and yeah. it burns really hot in like yeah. the back of your throat but when you i guess it's similar too to like Mar- marlboro reds or whatever okay can like, you just do me a favor don't ever marlboro. again for the rest of the recording say regularly or marlboro it's really hard for me to say those <laughs> words uh it's because i got a wet ass mouth you guys <laughs> makes it really wall. difficult that fucking but uh wall. but yeah when it goes up intensity in intensity it's kind of to allow people who need more to get that like yeah yeah, yeah, feel that feeling because if you don't feel that feeling, then but like, I disagree with that though because I, I I've ordered I've or accidentally ordered snus that has such a high concentrate that it is that it equates to one pouch equates to basically a full pack of cigarettes in one hit, in one hit, and it's torture. It's awful. <laughs> yeah, it's an awful experience. But that seems. But I do that. I do that. I'm I'm I have a snus in. I wake up in the morning. I have a I have a, a snooze that I like with my coffee in the morning. I have like I I'm on it all day. Now this is all to say, this is all to say. Fuck guys, I love Nick. If you yeah. haven't listened to God our episode, damn. if you haven't listened to our episode that came out just this past Wednesday, two days ago, such a great convo. Please go and listen yeah. to it because it actually is a really really enlightening yeah. conversation around um, around vaping and why um, like how vaping can be. It can be a a really great positive, at least mm-hmm. at least from the from the perspective of the researcher that we talked to, and he's he's a pretty esteemed researcher, um, of how it can be a really net benefit to the smoking population for for moving people from smoking combustible cigarettes, combustible smoke, to vaping, which is a which is showing to be a healthier alternative, less harmful, less harmful, yeah, um, not good, but not as bad, um. And, and, and also the adverse, the adverse effects of picking it up from scratch, people who weren't smokers, you know, and a lot of that is like teens and uh, people who are picking it up really young and they weren't smokers before, but they're, they're being sort of drawn into the world of vaping because of the really, really fucking savvy marketing of big companies. Like I'm glad. I'm glad that you bring up this point um, and like we find some sort of health angle to all of this because it would seem like we could have had like this uh, somewhat intelligent conversation about the healthcare system based on my foot being broken. But uh, instead, we just had to talk about Jer's nicotine that addiction. Was a, that was a bit of a that was a bit of a harder angle to hit on you for you, Bri. But we found it. We found it with this one. Yeah, that's great. Um, uh, moving on to some more interesting news. Uh, this is uh, uh, this article, I believe, was from uh, Global. Goodbye, Pfizer. Hello, community. <laughs> uh, Health Canada has approved brand names for Pfizer, Moderna, and Oxford AstraZeneca vaccines, and announced the change on social media. The Pfizer Bi- uh, BioNTech vaccine has now been dubbed Community which the company says represents a combination of the terms COVID-19, mRNA, community, and immunity. That's oh way too... That's, <laughs> that's way annoying. Too, that's Comir- way, community. It's way too much, but I will say... <laughs> it's such a silly name. It is such a silly name, but I, what I will say is that it is... When I, when I first heard that, I thought, fuck, that's weird. But not not just... The, not the name, but like the the rebranding. Yeah. But well, then, so I, I'm going to get into reasons why they chose to do sure, this, but, sure. but give me your point here. Well, just that in the same, in the same context as what we're talking about, our conversation with David Hammond about vaping, there's like a big marketing conversation there around like young kids picking it up because you get these companies, their, their ideas to maximize profit. They want to make it as, 
uh, as as marketable as possible. They you know they see young kids as a super marketable uh, demographic, and they make it and they they you know they put these they make it really techy and blah mm-hmm. blah blah and whatever, and they market it and they do it really effectively. And so, dude, vaccination has been a tough effort, mm-hmm. but it's you know? also so now like so companies are now taking these companies are for profit companies and their goal their their goal is to maximize profit and they are going to maximize profit by more people taking the vaccine and now it just so happens that the more people make the take the vaccine the safer our fucking countries get so why not move into a place where they can market it and brand it in a way that is more but it's also, appealing. So it goes beyond that. There, there. I mean, that that's definitely plays into it. But it, but it, it actually goes beyond that in a way that's very interesting. So um, there's somebody that I follow on Instagram. Um, her handle is Epid Talks. E P I D T A L K S. Um, her name is Nita Shah. I hope I pronounced that right. Or Shah. Uh, Shah. Shah. <laughs> Um, uh, and Nita, Nita, uh, posts a lot of really great posts that are, um, sort of putting out, um, uh, advocacy and like awareness surrounding public health. Um, she works for the cancer survivorship surveillance out of sick kids, Toronto, um, and has a lot of interest in public health and emergency uh, preparedness. Um, Came across her Instagram through uh, one of the chats that we had on Clubhouse with with Nahid and the the whole crew over at Health Canada or Healthcare in Canada, um, and she put up this really interesting post about the vaccine renaming. Lauren, could you see where uh, on the side there where we have the scenes and it says Vax One, Vax Two, and Vax Three? Can you just click mm-hmm. Vax Two? Um, so did, do you guys know, uh, uh, there's a little, yeah, hit that one there. Um, so the, the other names are uh, AstraZeneca's is called Vaxervia, Vaxervia. And then Moderna, do you know what Moderna's name is? Uh, the, the Spike Vax. Spike Vax. See that. That's sick. Now it's cause I, I was thinking there when you, with these other two names, I'm going, why the fuck? Okay, so so um, vaxes. when it comes more. to vaccine hesitancy, there, there's a huge discussion happening here surrounding the changing of these names. And one touches on vaccine hesitancy. Her post here says, uh, there is worry that renaming the vaccines may trigger increased vaccine hesitancy and fuel further information misinformation. And she goes on to say, what can we do? We'll target the misinformation with valid information. Uh, Lauren, if you can click the second one down. Yeah. It's actually the third a, one down. It's a bit of a misnomer to say renaming the vaccines anyway, because they were never actually named they were never in actually the first named. place. Yeah. Like they're just, I mean, they you're were, just calling the vaccine the yeah. name of the company that fig- like yeah. figured it out. So, right? so, so here's a good example of, of the use of these new names, right? So the post says, okay. Uh, it's, it's quoting someone, right? This is a this is like kind of an analogy. Okay, you guys can't keep calling him Maria's baby. His name is Luke. All right, so Maria is Moderna. Maria's baby is Moderna's COVID nineteen vaccine, and Spike Vax is Luke. So the note that she put here is Maria <laughs> may already have other children or may have them in the future. That's why we name them. Yeah, totally. Which it, oh. I I thought make, makes total sense. But on top of that, uh, you I mean, can Moderna has thousands of babies. That's what that's why when I first heard that, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. My my qualm was 
the names suck. It's like they it's do. like it's like yeah. Elon Musk baby's name. Like nobody's mad that he named his baby, but people are fucking mad that he named him X Dude, Ash you, fucking A twelve you know, whatever. Uh, you know, how, you, know you know people people would be crawling all over this, especially the you know the fifty plus male demographic if you just called it Cialis. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the the other post that she had here, uh, here's some background based on the results of the clinical trials, which demonstrated potential to reduce severe. Uh, morbidity, uh, hospitalization, and mortality death outcomes. These companies were granted emergency authorization for use in Canada. So this is about the vaccines, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The use of the company name while referring to their respective COVID-19 vaccines was also believed to help with vaccine hesitancy. So originally they were like, let's use the name of the company to call them the vaccines because it will give folks a chance to research the vaccine and also look at the previous track record of an established pharmaceutical company. Mm. Pharmaceutical companies research, develop, and manufacture a supply of wide-ranging products such as medications and vaccines. As such, it is imperative that all products are easily distinguishable and have different product names. So, for example, Pfizer specializes in vaccines and cancer, heart and diabetes treatments. It also makes medicines for disorders of the endocrine system and nervous systems. At the moment, Moderna's only commercial product is the COVID-19 vaccine. So Spikevax is the only commercial product that Moderna has. Wow. The company has 24 vaccine candidates, including vaccine candidates for influenza, HIV, um, and second COVID-19 vaccines. Hold on. Moderna doesn't have any other commercially available pharmaceuticals? That's right. Yeah. What? Yeah. So um, That's mind-blowing. The, yeah. the names that they are going with are names that were already registered and being called uh, in the EU. Um, and the, the other point that, that she had here was that these vaccines aren't going to be the first and only iteration of right. the coming vaccine. So let's say there's a second iteration of the Pfizer vaccine. Well, we have... Community <laughs> and and community is the first iteration of the vaccine. When there's a new vaccine that is coming out down the road that still has to do with COVID nineteen, but isn't specifically community, mm-hmm. they will develop a name for that one vaccine. Community you know, plus. You know what? Uh, yeah, community two point You know what Russia did? You know what Russia did that was really good for uh, for uh, addressing vaccine hesitancy was they took the national pride angle. Yeah, right. You know, they yeah. named it Sputnik. Yeah. Okay? We should have so, we should have called yeah. the vaccine Chris like, Hadfield. Should have been like the, the Chris Hadfield or the Terry Fox. <laughs> yeah. Or if you went down into uh if you uh you know went down to the States, it's like, you know, it's like the Maya Angelou or like, you know, like what the Abraham Lincoln. Yeah, yeah the like, Dallas Cowboys. Just the yeah. freedom. Yeah, yeah, the freedom vaccine. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the freedom shot. Dude, yeah. Imagine, yeah. imagine the fucking brandability yeah. of yeah. the freedom vaccine. Imagine, yeah. imagine how different the world would be. If they just called it the Trump, what, you know what? You <laughs> imagine know, how many. Imagine how like, it would. How the whole world would be flip flop, dude. You're just <laughs> like you've yeah. got. You've got everyone in that fucking bizarre <gasps> camp going. Yeah, I'll get the fuck. Fill me with the Trump. But, put it in my dick. But you're joking. And then everybody else is like, "Fuck the Trump. I ain't getting the vaccine." But like, remember when? Remember not my vaccine. Remember, yeah, not my vaccine, dude. Yeah. Remember like like uh, in the time. So I guess between maybe like like May or June of 2020 until until the u.s election when trump lost um you got he he, trump was like this is my vaccine 
It's my yeah. like he said yeah, he I was saying that, that over yeah. and over and over mm-hmm. again, which oh, yeah. is a uh, which is surprising because it then like those camps very much diverged. Like oh, yeah. you 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 kind of thought like I wonder, just you know, philosophize with me here for a second. If Trump had won the election, there'd be more people vaccinated. Do you think there'd be more people vaccinated at least on that side of the political camp? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. That's so dumb. <laughs> it, is. Yeah, yeah. it really <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, a community is the dumb name that they went with. I, I don't mind community. It, like it, when you, it, it makes me cringe when you start to say it fast and like you know because like when, think of I mean think of all drug Commun- names like they're kind of community right community 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 community. You sound like More Siri like saying something. Go away, entity. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what like, would you? What would you name it? Community. What would I name it? Yeah. Ooh. Um, dude, I don't know. Good question. My comedy brain wanted just had a little malfunction there. I don't know why they didn't just call it like the five, the five acts, fives vax. The five. No, because they, they got to stay away from their name because the that's kind of the point of it, right? Five G vax. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking. I would yeah. call it. I would call it covidium. That's yeah. actually really good. Covidium's oh. good. Yeah. yeah. Sounds kind of. That's a druggy like, yeah. name. Yeah. Sounds like uh, sounds like unobtainium. Yeah. Like yeah. a little bit yeah. like yeah. that end, but yeah, like you'll like covidium. it'll be like you you will be it'll like the like COVID nineteen will be unobtainium uh, unobtained. Covidioxycycline. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I like, see, that's yeah. a good one for whatever reason. Like, yeah. well, it's it a, just sounds. Cycling uh, is a is a doxycycline is a is, yeah. a is a drug. So, cavidioxycycline yeah. and cycling. Covalis cycling is a yeah yeah dude yeah dude that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Name it after a boner. Co- co- Coviagra. That's what I'm saying. Name it after a boner drug, and you're gonna Covagra. Yeah, they should just have different. They should just Covage. You know what they should do? <laughs> hey, you know you know how they do. You know how you know how YouTube Covage. Dude, Covage. You know how with like you know how with um like uh, digital marketing, how with digital marketing they'll like they'll market things in different ways to different demographics. Like yeah. you, you'll see a completely different ad yeah. campaign. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, what if they just named it? Speci- like they had different names. Covic talk. For different demographics, <laughs> for, for kids, it's Covic talk. For the for the uh, for the for the for the baby boomers, it's uh, Instagram. It, uh, yeah, Vaxbook, Vaxbook, or uh, or co storm the 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 capital. <laughs> capital co storm. Holy fuck, Covenon. Yeah, that's fantastic. Wonderful conversation. Covenon. <laughs> Holy shit, Covenon. Yeah, where yeah. we go? One where we go? Where we, we go? Uh, Holy fuck. So oh, anyway, fuck. they're uh, seventeen. They, I, I I do wonder if those names are going to catch. Like I, I have a hard time believing that they will. Sp- Spike Vax is sick though. Yeah, Spike, Spike Vax is-, is so dumb that it's it's like a it's like a good shitty horror movie. See, Spike I feel Vax. like they had a target demographic when they were when they were thinking of that. They're like, okay, who's not getting vaccinated? What sounds right. cool to What's this cool? population? Yeah. And they're totally. like, probably like middle aged white guys. Oh, they think spike vax will sound cool. Well, actually, then, the 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 highest amount of uh, vaccine hesitancy. I never covered this. I, I I meant to bring it to the show, uh, but but an article came out uh, a few weeks back, and it was this article uh, all about the demographic that are most vaccine hesitant across Canada, and yeah. this was all based off of a um, a poll that went out, uh, a, a survey, mm-hmm. a national survey, and the results that came back were. And th- th- I'm not trying to make a joke here. It was literally Karens. Karens are the ones that are refusing, oh, that, really? are, that are most vaccine yeah. hesitant. It was, it was uh, white, affluent white women over the age of 45. That, yeah. Interesting. Are the yeah, most I, thought vaccine would, I thought it would be that, but men. 
Um, yeah. I, I thought that it was our our demo. It isn't, according to this survey that was that was done, and, and it was it was a yeah. pretty like it, it was in McLean's magazine. It was pretty legit. The problem with our demo right now is we're just still going out and going to bars and stuff, yeah. and we're, we're spreading social, it. We're the most social. Yeah, yeah. we're spreading it. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms. Um, moving right along, uh, this is, man, this shit, this shit fucking bummed me out. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna put this in for what the health, but then I found something else that was better. This is an article titled, a woman has shared the terrifying moment, a jet ski spray shot up inside her and devastated her organs. Now, how did I come across this? Well, wow. no, you, sent this me this, is... you sent me this YouTube video the other day. <laughs> yeah. And the video was like, it was this woman, uh, this, this female uh, gynecologist or yeah. OBGYN. Yeah. yeah. Gynecologist who made this video about like seven ways that um, people with vaginas have destroyed their reproductive organs in really horrific ways. And I was like, hey, let's cover this video. And I watched it. The reason I didn't, want to cover the video is because after the first case all the other ones were about like three-year-olds oh and it, was, it was it was really it was yeah. and, and then i and then i was like i was kind of like oh this video kind of gives me a bad like a yeah sort of nasty kind of like i'm glad you stayed away like from that. tragic porn sort of vibe to it yeah um uh but the first thing that she covered was this case study of this woman who was on the back of a jet ski and had a jet ski jet spray shoot up into her vagina and f- totally fuck up her insides. Well, we're talking about like one of those jet skis that like you're watching it go down the water and it's like shooting that like yes. fucking line of water. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like power blasting that line of water into yeah. the sky. So people who don't know what a jet ski is, um, first of all, do you not know fun? And secondly, <laughs> it's a it's a little personal watercraft that you sit on looks kind of like a motorcycle with a with a, a hull um, and oftentimes you can fit two people on it maybe three sometimes they're a bit longer You're describing a jet ski yeah <laughs> and they go really fast some people might not know some <laughs> people see, might, some people you know some people don't live, some people are fucking landlocked common dude. brand that yep. they're sometimes referred to as a sea-doo sea-doo and actually this episode is brought to you by sea-doo uh, we will be uh, covering that at the end of the episode so so here's the thing she covers this story, this case study of this woman who got her hoo-ha all fucked up from a jet ski. And I was like, oh, well, I'll just find that case study. And I put up woman, um, uh, woman with devastating jet ski accident. Dude, this uh, shit. 
common. It's common as shit. I thought you were going to talk about them just driving in because like that sounds like you could just find a bunch of jet ski accidents where I'm people sure. are just driving. No, I feel like that's more what the dudes you just are found doing. A, you, yeah. It's you likely just, yeah. more guys, yes. A, but uh, You just found videos of Kevin O'Leary's wife. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, wow. that, that was a motorboat, but that same thing. That was really thing. good. You might have to edit that out. Um, <laughs> uh, allegedly. He's allegedly. Yeah, because we all know, Ke- I mean, we know very well Kevin O'Leary is litigious as fuck. Anyway, moving along. Uh, so, so this is apparently super common, and and uh, there were I had a treasure trove of incidences to choose from. Did you find videos? I didn't. But this woman, Matilda, twenty one, lives in Australia. She was a famous TikToker. She was on a jet ski with her friends when she lost grip of the person in front of her and fell backwards over the craft's water spray, causing it to sh- quote shoot up her bum. Oh, whoa. Shoot up a bum. Oh, because bum is because bum is vagina in uh, in is it or is it fan? No, fanny. Sorry, fanny, fanny is vagina. Sorry. Um, is it okay? Uh, like this, a tushy. Yeah, kind of like a tushy, but way too intense. Like well, you your t- tushy's jacked up. Well, since y'all brought it up, that this exact shit is why I don't like bidets. Wait, why? Because yeah. you're afraid it's gonna like shoot up into yeah, you. Yeah, because the that... first time I used a bidet, I didn't know I was using a bidet. Oh, well, were you just, using a bidet? Give or... you a tickle. I was like you a tickle, 11 yeah. and, and you'll it was get a, startling. Yeah, and you might get a little fresh water enema, but you're just going to poop that back Hey, out. have I ever yeah. told you guys that I, I accidentally gave myself an enema in my, so I, my, I, my parents had like a, had like a really old school, like jacuzzi bathtub in the house <laughs> that we moved into <laughs> when I was 10 and I, and I was, I was using it and I, 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 and the jets you were, were on. sticking your dick in the hole. Right? Yeah. The jets were on, and I and I just <laughs> I put my hands on the outside of the tub and to hoist myself out of the tub. And as I hoisted myself out of the tub, shot like full bullseye direct up my ass, gave myself a water enema, and immediately had to run to the toilet. And I just whoosh, evacuated. Yeah. Whoa, now, really? Imagine yeah. that that stream was so powerful that when it went up into you. It completely tore your insides up. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. That's what happened. Thank God that setting that wasn't available. That is what happened to Matilda. This is Matilda right here. Um, she was she was quoted saying, this is my first and last time on a jet ski. The TikTok star from New South Wales said in a post that has been viewed over a million times. Uh, quote, I was sitting on the back of the jet ski when the accident happened and we were riding along and I somehow lost grip of the person in front of me and somehow fell backwards. The water jet shot straight up my bum and tore up all my insides. Matilda said she knew something was horribly wrong the moment she fell and described how she kept on vomiting every couple of seconds before being rescued. Every time I vomited, I felt intestines coming out of my bum, she said. Wait, so is her bum her bum or is her bum her Her bum is her ass. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Her bum typically is the place that you poop. Yeah, yeah, I know. But, you know, she's from Australia. Everything's backwards down there. I don't know. Yeah, like, sure. <laughs> uh, quote, once I got to shore, the paramedics came and they saved me. I woke up in the hospital 24 hours later and found out that I perforated my bowel, my intestines and tore my sphincters. Quote, it meant that all the contents of my bowel went inside my ab- abdominal cavity, as well as some dirt and water from the lake. Oh, Matilda wow. underwent emergency surgery and had her abdominal organs removed and cleaned. Whoa. Her bowel and her kidney had to be fixed before putting it back in. Quote, they had to create a stoma, which is an opening in the abdomen, due to the damage that was done, she said. Oh, no. Whoa. Now, other cases of this that I saw and looked at were either up the, up the arse or up the vagina. And oftentimes what happens in this kind of accident is that it ruptures a hole 
between the vaginal cavity and the colon. So it goes through and through, basically allowing all of your shit and contents to seep into your vagina. Oh my God. And obviously can like, you know, cause sepsis and, and, and worst case lead to death. Dude, that is crazy. Like, is that, uh, is that style of jet ski still available for yeah, purchase? Dude, I mean, all of them are the, like that. Because, like, I can't remember. I mean, but there's some that, like, really shoot that water up into yes. the air. And, like, other ones that aren't as bad, right? It yeah. must be, like, redirected or something. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Because, like, it sounds it sounds not that hard. But I think it's to, pretty common for jet skis to have that, like, crazy, like, that yeah. laser beam of, of water that shoots out <clears throat> yeah. well yeah you always see the the water shooting up from the back there's like a it's it you know what i mean like the yeah. um like the like the rooster tail jet skis are pretty fun yeah. though, so right? here's a photo of uh, matilda in the hospital she looks very sad there oh my god oh, and then uh, here's another one of her looking a little bit happier uh but still not looking great um she she has gone on to make a recovery but she is still at the time of this article uh was still not fully better and was no still way. healing Dude, no um, it, really, it really did fuck her up pretty badly um and again uh sending out uh all of our love to matilda and hope hope she makes a full recovery there um so crazy so wow. cra- and it actually makes me like i i i'm not one that to be like super risk averse but hearing a story like this i'm kind of like i don't need to be on the back of a jet ski i'll oh. drive one but someone's like hey hold on to me and sit in the back i'm like Nah, not worth it. Do you, yeah, you're how, not gonna think yeah. about that. Na- you're not gonna think about. <laughs> yeah, that. I will. How, how I will literally be like, no. How unlucky though would you have to be for it? Like, I mean, that is a pretty. It's a pretty big stream well, too, right? The like, reason I'd say no is because it, I'm telling you right now, if you're if you're listening to this driving, pull over and just Google jet ski accident uh, colon. You're just gonna. It's just like there's. It's fucking countless people. It happens to everyone. If you were on the back of a jet ski, you have 99.9 percent chance. Of destroying your insides. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. yeah, it's a ninety-nine. It's a ninety-nine percent chance, dude. It's called. There's a name for it too. It's called the hydrostatic rectal injury. Whoa. <laughs> it's, uh. That's it's so. It's such an aggressive injury. It's a rare presentation of passengers thrown off a personal watercraft. Yeah, it's rare. It's rare. <laughs> Wrecked your rectum. It's rare. It's probably a little less rare than a roller coaster accident, but probably not as common as a car accident. Yeah. What's it called, right? Hydrostatic rectal injury or hydrostatic rectosigmoid perforation. Jesus. That's fucking crazy. The title of this week's episode is going to be Check Yourself Before There's a bunch of hydro. What is it? Hydro. uh, Hydrostatic rectosigmoid perforation. Before you hydrostatically (laughs) recto. Sigmoid. Sigmoid. Perforation. Perforate yourself. Yeah. That's a, There's, it's that's crazy a how many news count. articles there are. They're like, woman tells all after jet ski joyride, put her in a coma. Yeah. Uh, Port Macri student relives horrific jet ski yeah, accident that's, that's that left her it. insides out. All out. Yeah. 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 So, uh, so that was fucked, eh? There you go. Well, you know yeah. what? We don't have to worry about this in Canada for another uh, eight months. That's right. So it's totally fine. That is right. Yep. There's actually a fucking ton of them. Yeah. Dude, that's crazy. No, I know. I know. I was, I, when I was looking it up, I was going, too many. You weren't joking. Too yeah. many. Yeah. Uh, you guys ready for this week's segment of what the hell? Lay it on me, brother. <laughs> What's well? It's gonna be worse than whatever we just discussed. So I don't know if I am. It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Um. What did I t- when I when I wrote this down to remind myself? I just wrote sashimi is bad. 
Oh, uh, I was thinking we'd get sushi tonight. No, nope, not sushi. after this. I just had some. I had some right before I played soccer and it hurt my foot. Stomach churning find on woman's tonsils after eating sashimi. Doctors have made a stomach churning find on the tonsils of a woman complaining of pain after eating sashimi. Researchers wrote in the American Society of Tropical Medicine and Hygiene, the 25-year-old presented herself to a Tokyo hospital complaining of five days of left pharyngeal pain and irritation. So you know it was good sashimi. You know it was fresh. (laughs) A little too fresh. Uh, The pharynx is the part of the throat behind the mouth and nasal cavity right back here. Right behind the epiglottis. That's right. Uh, Right in front of the epiglottis, actually. Uh, She told doctors she had been eating assorted sashimi. Doctors took a look down her throat and found a black moving worm on her left tonsil. I fucking hate this stuff. Here is the fucking photo of the actual worm (gasps) itself. The worm. It's so long. It's molting. It has molted. What does that mean? Molting is the process of shedding its skin like a snake does or, oh, or, so, a, or so, a spider would. So which, which is the live one? The worm is the one on the left, yeah. and the molted skin is the slimy, slug, Ooh. mucus, I, I can't. stretchy I, thing on the honestly, right. Honestly, the, my biggest fear is, is worms inside your body. Yeah. Things That's inside really you, I can't you, handle you stretch it. stretch that out, that's like five I, inches long. I, uh, I, got, I got stuck in an elevator on the weekend. For like almost two hours, and uh, and I was I was sitting there, and I had for a split second, like I I'm, I don't get claustrophobic, and um, it was pretty chill actually being stuck in it. But for Super a split chill. second, when I realized the door wouldn't open, I had this like quick moment of like, oh fuck, I'm trapped. And also, every single person who I spoke to on the help button kept saying, "Are you trapped, sir? Are you trapped?" And so I felt trapped. But um, <laughs> but I had this like brief moment of claustrophobia. But it's that like it's like that feeling of helplessness when you know that you can't like physically change the situation you're in. Yeah. And I think that that's did why you start I jumping? fear. I did actually, yeah, because I was trying to shake it like work. Yeah. But um, but that's the feeling I get when I think about worms in your body. Yeah. Is that like, like you can't you can't just like tear them out. You can't just like remove them. You just have to sit there knowing that they're stuck in you. Yeah, but by the time you find out that they're in you, they're like, we got to get them out of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But you still have to live, like, whether it's seconds, minutes, or yeah. fucking days that you have to live horrific. like that. You what? You think it, it'd be pretty... It would be horrific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would be terrifying. Yeah, you'd want to pull your fucking hair out. Yeah, yeah. It would be... It would be... You, you would have... I, when I think about it in this moment... I get the feeling of wanting to like tear my chest open and start digging. Totally. Jesus yeah. Christ. Actually, oh I God. totally know what you're oh, talking Jesus. about. Yeah. If you also so feel extreme. this way, send us a letter. Letters at sickboypodcast.com. Uh, they went on to re- write that her blood tests were normal. Uh, symptoms rapidly improved after removing the worm with tweezers. The worm's body was black, 38 millimeters long, one millimeter wide, and was molting the outer cuticle. The creature was identified as a type of nematode or roundworm. Nematodes live in many types of ecosystems from saltwater to soil, and the smallest are microscopic. Researchers wrote that the woman's worm usually gets uh, that the woman's worm usually gets into people's system through third stage larvae or raw inside raw or uncooked marine fish. They added that more than 700 cases have been reported in Japan, North Pacific countries, 
South America, and the Netherlands. Yeah. I only uh, get veggie sushi, so I'm still down yeah. for sushi tonight. Last week, I became mm. a, a a vegetarian, and and uh, so I'm grateful for that because I'm never eating fish again. Well, uh, I'm going to ruin your days a little bit further. We already covered this, but uh, we had a lovely Patreon live stream, which is basically a live show uh, that we stream exclusively to our Patreon community um, that is located over at www.patreon.com slash sickboy. And during our live stream, we play this game called um, Medical Roulette. And uh, in the live stream that we had this past week, uh, we went through a couple of videos that were really intense. And this, this story that we just read reminded me of one of the videos that we covered, which is right here. This is from a, uh, uh, Instagram account called Meditox. Um, this here is the image of a flatworm visualized this. inside the intestine. Now this is super gross, but it's also <coughs> wildly fascinating. It looks like something out of a sci-fi movie. It looks like something out of a Lovecraftian novel. Uh, a 40-year-old man Ugh. presented to the emergency department with fatigue that had progressively worsened over a period of three months. Uh. He had recently emigrated from Mexico, where he had worked on a farm and eaten raw watercress. Examination revealed uh, paler of the oral mucosa. Laboratory studies showed severe anemia and alkaline phosphate levels of 342 U per liter. Who fucking knows what that is? And an absolute and an eo eons fill count of 14, 1400 cells uh. per cubic millimeter. Uh, ultra sonography of the abdomen revealed, uh, you know, this is all just such fucking jargon. But the worms were extracted and identified as the common liver fluke, fasciola hepatica, fasciola eggs in the feces of host animals, commonly sheep, contaminate fresh water. The larvae mature in snails and attached to vegetation. After the parasites are ingested by humans, the penetrative, they penetrate the intestine and invade the hepatobiliary tree. Which we're all familiar with. After treatment with blood transfusion, uh, the patient's fatigue abated. Within one month, the patient's anemia was resolved and his eleva- elevated alkaline phosphates level, level this is why, normalized. This is why when you travel anywhere... Don't eat. You don't eat. No, you, you don't, don't eat. No, you, you just don't eat. You don't eat raw vegetables. Oh, you don't eat anything. No, you don't. Like, you just, like, you don't have to eat. No, I'm being serious. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just take, uh, what's it called? What's the fucking. You just take. Uh, uh, no, what's the. What's the. What's the no, I'm talking about the Soylent. Space, Soylent. Soylent Green. Soylent. <laughs> you, like, literally, you're not, like, when you go, when you travel places, especially if you're in, like, a small, like, a small town a small town somewhere where like it's, it's fairly rural, like a beach side community. If you're ever in like a beach, like beachside community kind of thing, just eat you, sand. You do not eat <laughs> raw veggies. Just eat the sun. If, if they come with yeah, if, just if, eat if raw veggies, light. if you get a burger or something like that, and there's like the lettuce on that, do not fucking eat that. It's not always the vegetables too, though. It's the water that they wash it in. Too. Yes. There's, well, yes, but, there's many things, but, yeah. but like, but, but like, because because a lot of those places, when you especially when you're in a more rural community, especially in a, in in lower income countries, you are getting like now it's a positive thing in some ways that the shit that they are using is coming probably from a source that's close by down the road, the ingredients that they're using, but because it might not go through the same sort of regulatory process that some things go through. Not to say that we don't have recalled vegetables all the fucking time, but 
you know, you could be, they could not be washed properly, blah, blah, blah. And then they could have something like that. Also, our bodies are, are, might not be like, depending on where you come from, you travel to places, your bodies aren't used to fighting yeah. off the certain mm-hmm. types of uh, that's microbes the, see, that are that's there. That's the case with water. Because when you travel, yeah. it's not necessarily, when, when someone says don't drink the water in this place, a lot of times it's not drink the water because it's not drinkable. It's that it's not drinkable by you because yeah. you haven't been yeah. in the place. You haven't, your body hasn't right. developed the capacity to not have a, 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 a bad reaction to something that's in the water that isn't in your own water supply back home. Yeah. yeah. Let's look at that worm one more time. No, let's not. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, so what did we learn today, right? Today we learned... Don't play soccer. Not worth it. Yep. We learned that um, no, no vaccine names are dumb. Yep. Uh, but useful. We learned that um, nicotine it's probably is probably better to shove nicotine up your asshole than to eat watercress or eat at all. Or to smoke. Uh, we learned that mm-hmm. jet skis are the devil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, we are now about to learn that um, our Apple Podcast reviews have gone fucking ham uh i'm gonna read this really quick because uh i thought this was one of the best things i've ever read in my entire life somebody left a wonderful sick boy podcast review on apple Podcasts uh that had to do with a conversation we had last week all about hairy bow gummy bears it was a five-star review thank you so much thank you and uh the title of the review is hairy bow gummy bears gastric exorcism guaranteed girlfriend and i were traveling by car from ottawa to to toronto Stopped at Mallorytown en route to fill up. That's a great en route. A good it place to so is. good place to fill it's up. It's the en route. Yeah. Girlfriend came back to the car with a bag of gummy bears, not realizing they were sugar-free minions of the bowel shredding horror. We both shoveled a few handfuls down. Oh no. Around Kingston, the seat became uncomfortable. <laughs> Our stomachs seemed desperate to rid themselves of these bears of terror by way of liquefaction. By the time we hit Belleville, an emergency exit from the highway was required. (laughs) We quickly made our way to the Lone Star Texas Bar and Grill, ordered a beverage out of courtesy, and then ran to the washrooms. What ensued can only be described as a gastric exorcism. (laughs) Food I had yet to eat traveled from the future to my colon to be expelled with such force that for once I I scared the automatic flushing toilet. That's my favorite line. After what seemed like an eternity, 40 yards of Cascade Paper's finest single ply and the hopes that the custodian was well reimbursed for their services, we met again outside the washroom. Ready to reembark upon our voyage as slightly less innocent, wide-eyed travelers in a Canadian land, unknowing of our destination, careless of our fate to emerge, bruised, tender, a little sad perhaps, but ultimately and joyously alive. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> if you that, want to leave a fucking review yeah. that tops that, go to Apple yeah. Podcasts, leave a rating and a review. Five stars are welcome. One stars, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, true way, that. true way with words. This has been really fun, uh, Lauren. I am so happy that we got to have uh, at least one more hangout with you. And look, I know you're busy. You got big. You got a fucking big job. We can't really talk about your job, but you got a big important. I kill people for a living. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Allegedly, allegedly. I'm a spy. Um, we are. The door is always wide open. If you ever feel, you know, like you want to hang out for a feel good Friday and just shoot the shit with us. You are more than welcome. Um, not only would the three of us enjoy that, but I think every one of our listeners would as well. Absolutely. And, um, with that, thank you. Um, and thank you to all of our listeners. Uh, please, please, please 
let us know how Lauren has um, uh, made an effect on you. Uh, you can do that by sending us uh, a message uh, or a email. Um, we always love hearing from you. And of course, if you want to, if you want to leave a, a rating or review on Apple Podcasts about Lauren, fucking do that. And uh, if you can work in a Haribo sugar-free gummy bear story into that, then that would be even better. Um, thank you for listening. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, do it. Uh, if you're listening on Spotify, hit the follow button. Everybody else out there, we love you. We love you. We love you. Our patrons, we love you even more. And uh, just to follow on what Jeremy said, I think that's what we'll our, put our, our call out for for letters this week will be uh, love letters to Lauren. Mm. Okay, Aww. you've got a love letter to Lauren that you'd like to to tell us what, what you know what what you feel she's brought to the podcast, how she's wrangled these three hunks in the in mm-hmm. the seats here and made them into yeah. better people. We'd love to hear from you. Letters at sickboypodcast.com. Now she won't be here to read it, so it'll never get read, and no one will ever <laughs> yeah. see it. Yeah, right. um, yeah. And, uh, but and nobody will respond to your email. That's right. No, that's Lauren I mean, just did all that stuff. Yeah, the fucking ship's going down, folks. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to be a guest on the show, you can do that by going to sickboypodcast.com slash contact and filling out the guest form. And somebody will get back to you. Um, unfortunately, not Lauren, because she did that, but... <laughs> Speaking of letters, uh, we actually had a really, really lovely letter that came in from... Uh, Lauren, do you want to hit this? Absolutely. So this is from Hi, just a quick note to say, I really appreciate the guy's attempts to be inclusive when talking about reproductive health. As a non-binary person who's had surgery for endometriosis, two pregnancies, and spent years breastfeeding, it can be difficult to hear people talk about how these are women's issues. So it's great to hear people acknowledging otherwise. This is nitpicky, but the only thing I would recommend would be to make your wording more specific. Jeremy mentioned people with vaginas, but when talking about something like endometriosis, people with uteruses would be more accurate as Mm. this is the main requirement for having endometriosis. And there are people without vaginas who can still have endo. This would be the same for other medical issues. People with cervixes when talking about pap smears, people with ovaries when talking about PCOS, etc. It's probably easier for me as a medical professional and there's no harm in slipping up. Just a friendly suggestion for your consideration. Uh, also, you guys need to have some sort of puppy tag on YouTube. <laughs> I listened to the pod at work, but I had to go scrolling through all the old videos to find that sweet, sweet donut content. Oh, yeah. He sure is getting big since the last time I saw him yelling at him like a lunatic out of my car on Romy Street. <laughs> oh, my God. That has happened several times since I've had him. You're like, I think I can picture this person. Yeah, I can. <laughs> is out there and they are a menace. Uh, so no need to read this on the pod. Just wanted to thank you guys. Well, we're too bad. It. Too anyway. late now. Oh, uh-huh. hope, also, you, hope, you, hope you're okay with us saying your name and reading this out loud. <laughs> they say also I'm still mostly in the closet, though I hope to change that soon. Did yeah. I say this person's name yet? We I think I did. Maybe, I'm sorry. Maybe. We'll we can bleep, bleep that out. So thank you. Thank you, anonymous person. Um, so much. Yes, thank you, anonymous person, for writing that. And uh, always a great reminder. We're, we, you know, it's uh, it's it's a work in progress for us all the time, but we're, we're we try to be as inclusive as as possible. Yeah. And uh, you know. As language and inclusivity evolves over time, you know, it's it. Those kinds of reminders are just yeah. so, so I'm so grateful for those. And uh, I've received a lot of that that kind of feedback w- w- here on Segway, but also on Turn Me On. So um, so thank you for that uh, anonymous person. Yeah. And while we're thanking people, um, it saddens me to thank you, Lauren. 
for the last time today, but thank you so much. Uh, can, I, can I interrupt you and say you thank, thank you guys a lot for everything, too? Oh, uh, I can't. <laughs> uh, uh, I love you. and uh, We do. We love you a lot. Us, so thanks. Thank you. And uh, thanks, Taylor and Jer. Um, thanks to Rich O'Coin, who does the theme music. Thanks to Jeff Lonis, who uh, is the manager who helps us do this <laughs> shit. Uh, and Jeremy you know just what? left to evaluate. He, he, he had really, a really, of really, <laughs> before the really, really, really can't thank you enough. Like the only way we could properly thank you was by getting you uh, this cake. So, is so, it yeah. about to collapse? So, yeah, everywhere? I, I, I did have a freezer in here, so I put it in the fridge. And when I open this, it's just gonna fucking melt. <laughs> but we got you a cake, Lauren. Oh, thank um, you. And oh, uh, folks at home can't see it, but it says, "Dear Horan Skanky, <laughs> we'll miss you, sick boy." So, um. Uh, and this is actually just for donut. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, you little shit. He got some. He did have some. Uh, Lauren, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you. We love you so fucking much. And yeah, this is. Uh, it, we're we're sad to see you go, but we're so happy to see you. Um, I thought you were about to say, but we're like that. You know that weird. Uh, you know the the whole like yeah. yeah. Uh, hate to see you go, but love, love to, to watch, watch you leave. leave. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I was like, hey, you guys know what I mean? All right. Hey, we're going to be hiring in the next uh, couple of weeks. So uh, who's next? Oh, my uh, God. Wow. You got to definitely yeah. cut that. Easy, easy come, easy go. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, we yeah. love you. Thank you, hey. everyone. Uh, that is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Lauren. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.